0: Hey, welcome back to Stream of Conscious, everybody! I am Joey the Mean Green Stout, and this is Joel the Hurtful Purple Cox. Hey, Joel, what are we talking about today?
1: I got some concerns.
0: <laughs> what are you concerned about, Joel? Is it your prostate? No. You're of the age you should be concerned about your prostate, Joel.
1: No, I got seven more years.
0: Seven more years?
1: Mm-hmm. So, it's who? It's 50 and they like the stick your
0: butt. 40? Isn't that like the age where like you gotta start letting the doctor poke his finger up your butt?
1: I thought
0: that was 50. 50? I don't know.
1: I don't, I don't believe it. Well, doctors. I've been going to my same doctor for 3 years now and there's no, there's no finger at my butt so I'm going it's 50. Maybe you're seeing the wrong kind of doctor. No, I think it's the right kind of doctor that's sticking a finger at my butt.
0: I've had a nurse do it to me once, but she wasn't a real nurse. She was just this chick that I was talking to that owned a uniform. So, more like on the outside. It wasn't all the way in. It wasn't like full-fledged. Just like a little poke on the outside. And I was like, get your finger away from there. Like an elevator button. That's
1: a question.
0: I didn't like it.
1: Would you say I'm that... I'm glad I could
0: inspire that question. What's your, what's your question,
1: Joel? Would you, would you say that your kids are like my nieces and nephews? Would
0: I say that my... Wait, first of all, how did prostate exams lead you to asking questions no, no. about my kids? I had this question
1: before prostate exam. You're the one who borrowed a prostate exam to try and avoid the question. Oh, that's right, because you had concerns. Good point. All right, what about my kids now? Would you say they're like my nieces and nephews?
0: Yes. They literally refer to you as Uncle Joel.
1: Okay. As we know, my friends and family are very important to me, correct? Yes. So every now and then, we without recording the podcast, and it's late at night, like, say, 9.30, like we're doing right now, it's 9.45, and you said we could be it, to pick up Brianna from dance school, from dance class. Yes. Yes. Please tell me we're talking about ballet.
0: Yes. Okay. Oh, Jesus Christ, Joel. <laughs> Would you think she's out stripping or something?
1: I don't know. She's 14,
0: I think. I don't actually know how old she is. But that sounds this, about right, though.
1: But yeah, here's the thing. Back. Why is she not home studying or going to bed at 930? Why is she out dancing? Well, uh, because cause she's a professional, dude. Professional she's what? More, I don't know.
0: I don't know. But professional the ballerina. Ballerina is. Ballerina, yeah,
1: it sounds—it sounds it's sort of a little fishy to me, and I'm a little concerned. So I'm bringing up this dollar audience, <laughs> and I'm concerned that your daughter's not doing ballet.
0: So at, at this age, it's normal for her dance class is over at nine thirty. Now here's the thing: this kills me because she, you know, she's like an overly involved kid. So she's like. Every, she wants to do everything. Like So she literally gets up in the morning, goes to school right away. Once she's done with school, she's in, like, three different clubs. Like, it's, if it's not drama club, then it's, um, what's the one where the, uh, you put together the yearbook? It's not called yearbook. It's, no, it's like, called, called
1: yearbook.
0: No, okay, then she's in something else. But, like, they have, like, I guess, like, the people who are in this club also do yearbook or something. So Because I can't remember the name of it. But so, so she has, like, times have changed, Joel. They don't call everything the same like they did whenever we were kids. There's well, guess a lot what? Of stuff. You know, I'm 43 not, you know, years old. It's a yearbook to me. Okay, that's fine. But she, whatever, she does a bunch of that, that kind of stuff. But they just don't call it that anymore. You know how like in gym class, whenever you'd have to, when you were in elementary school, you'd sit on the ground with your legs crossed. What was that called, Joel? Do you know what Indian I'm about? style. Not crisscross it, applesauce. It, it was Indian style. See, you have heard this before. Yeah, they call it crisscross applesauce. I'm like, what the fuck is that?
1: It's politically incorrect. Yeah, no, it's 2021.
0: Apparently, that's offensive or something. Like, but that's that to me. That's the stupidest. Listen, saying somebody sits Indian style is not an offensive thing. It's like, what, are we not allowed to call it Swiss cheese anymore? It's just the name of a. It, of it, it's something that's named after.
1: I'm surprised French Boston, fries aren't illegal yet. You can't talk
0: Boston cream pie like you can't like we're not allowed to say the names of of, of nationalities or locations or like w- at what point do we stop? Anyways, all yeah, right, did I'm you know the, the gypsies derogatory racist? Who's the what now?
1: The gypsies derogatory? Gy-
0: gypsies not derogatory. There are places
1: they claim the gypsies derogatory.
0: That can't be true
1: because gypsies are just they're they're they're, they're, they're you know they're the hippie the wilderness people that. Wander or something. Welcome to twenty twenty one. It's like say, is, is it pirate? Can you not say pirate? Well there's no nationality of pirate pirate can be anybody. The gypsies if, are now, not a nationality now, you say, either. No, actually technically they are. Now if you say Somalian pirates, that's probably racist.
0: What you can't say Somalian
1: pirates? I'm just going by the rules I've been learning from the last five years.
0: I don't understand how racism works anymore, Joel.
1: Hey, I'm, I'm a. People, well, I miss would, the
0: good old days where like, I do not If you were or you weren't,
1: I'm black. I'm a minority. I don't have to worry about it. You, on the other hand, you have to walk on pin needles.
0: I do. I do. It's a little bit of eggshells over here sometimes.
1: Mm-hmm. But more importantly, I need it, a hundred, I need hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay. You can have I'll write oh, you a thousand dollars. No. 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 I need hundred thousand uh. dollars. Okay. Well, I'll write you two checks. I'll write you hundred checks.
0: They'll all bounce, but I'll write them for you, Joel, because that's the kind of friend I am.
1: Anyways, what are we talking about? How I need $100,000. Oh,
0: okay. No, oh, we were talking about uh, school or dance class or something. We're, we're past effect. dance
1: class. We've, we, that joke's ran on. We're on the next subject.
0: Oh, okay, no. I, I, was that supposed to be a joke? Yeah. Because it wasn't funny. I thought it was hilarious. It was. <laughs> You are a shitty
1: friend. I know I I love you anyway. You're not going to ask me why I need $100,000? Why do you need $100,000? My new hobby.
0: Are you becoming a hitman?
1: No. Uh,
0: Real estate investment? Nope. Are you... Discovering a diamond mine. I don't know. I, I can't think of things that cost that much money, Joel. I, I don't know.
1: A brand new hobby called trail riding. Well, new to me.
0: I don't think you need a hundred thousand
1: dollars for that. I do need that. You know why? First, you need the side by side. First, you need the side by side. Now, this vehicle can be from ten thousand to thirty thousand dollars. Once you get the side by side. What the shit is a side by side? Think of an off road go kart. Okay,
0: these apparently like—is this one of the things like how like the old like the cops used to have like the motorcycles that had the little like passenger seat? No, no,
1: this is better. Like literally, if you look up Can Am right now,
0: yeah, I'm not doing that, but I I trust you. I'll pretend like I'm looking it up. Oh look, click, 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 click. Up there it is. I see it.
1: Well, anyway, it's basically it basically it's like a go kart (laughs) off road four wheel drive. Things are beasts. So I went with my buddy to the thing called Rock Run this weekend in Patton, PA. Side note: Is this like a dune buggy? Are you the, getting a dune buggy? It's told? like a dune buggy, but better. Okay, all right. Because some of these will had two people, four people. Some of these have like a like a small little tailgate. My buddy. See,
0: are these are the things like they take like through like Arizona and then they ride them like up and down the monster hills and stuff. Uh-huh. Is that what you're talking about? Yep. I know what you're talking about.
1: So first, you gotta get the side by before. side. They needed a trailer to carry the side by side. Another five to ten thousand dollars. They needed need a pickup truck to carry all this stuff. And then, while you're at it, you might as well get a toy hauler, which is basically an RV slash garage for your side by side.
0: You should you should also um, get yourself somewhere else to live because your wife's gonna kill you, and uh, she, she you're, you're gonna end
1: up divorced. If I get a hundred thousand dollars, I don't have to worry about because I can just pay for pay for it out of out of pocket.
0: So if I had a hundred thousand dollars, nobody'd even know where I was. You guys would just be like, "Hey, has we talked to Joe recently?" And then I'd so, disappear. I don't I'd know. buy somebody else's life. Can you? How much do you think it would cost to like buy a secret identity?
1: More than, more than hundred thousand dollars. You think so? Yeah.
0: Like you don't think like you could just buy somebody's like you couldn't have somebody just whacked and then like take over their social security number or something
1: pretty sure that's a
0: lot become, more like am like, not saying like 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 a well off person like probably some hobo or something you could you don't think you could just have, like some random hobo who doesn't have a family murdered and then just take over his identity all madman style
1: you don't really need a hitman for that I'm not saying I'm a
0: hitman pre- I'm saying, what
1: if he just okay like, I'm, pretty sure just some, you, I'm pretty sure you I'm pretty sure you can find an addict get some bad drugs let him OD take his information Bam, done. That's what I'm saying. Like, you could do that for yeah, shit. I mean, I don't know how much heroin
0: costs, but it's got to be less than $100,000. No, no, I no, no. you don't understand it. me.
1: You can get baking powder, just put some rat poison into it, let them inject it and die. Baking powder. Excuse me, Cumberbun. So, this is a magical world, by the way.
0: Dude, that was a great play on words. How dare you just skip over that? I didn't even get a chuckle out of you from that one.
1: It was horrible. It was worse than a dad. What's worse than a dad joke?
0: There's nothing better than a dad joke, so everything is worse than a dad joke. No, dad no. jokes are the best jokes.
1: No, they're not. There are good bad... agree go- to disagree. There are good dad jokes. There are horrible bad dad jokes. What you just did was worse than a horrible dad joke.
0: No, that was a really fun one. You
1: know what? You're worse than a dad joke. And that's a <sighs> show. <laughs> Where the Thank hell you, everybody, we for joining us during the Conscious podcast.
0: Get, turn that damn music off.
1: No, because you, you pissed me off. Turn it off, you gypsy. Nope. <laughs> I'm Sedindio <Sydney laughs> style.
0: We're like we're a quarter of the way through the show. There's not we're not done yet. Want a bet? If you play the whole music, don't play the whole thing. I still got a couple of minutes left on the battery life of my phone. What the hell are we talking about, Joel? <laughs> Okay, listen, I'll read an intro to it. Hey, welcome back to Shim Classes, everybody. I am Joe. And Disco. Down, Stout, and this is Joel Pineapple Daydream Cox. Look at that. See, I just made that up off the top of my head. Almost like I
1: don't really put any effort into these nicknames. I'm well you to put any effort into the nicknames. I put all these I'm That's dumb. Your nickname's dumb. I want to put an effort in my nicknames. Yeah. <laughs> I stopped
0: giving you grief about the nickname. Your nicknames, were, they weren't dumb. They were just always, like, on the nose. It was like. We got different styles, Joel, and that's what makes us work. That's what—that's what creates
1: us to be the people that we are. This is the longest outro. This is the longest that that we've that ever done. Just
0: this is outro, This saying, is yeah. the longest
1: outro we've ever done. By the way,
0: we're not doing an outro. We don't have like twenty minutes for the show to do, Joel. No, listen, our audience deserves better. And maybe you, hey Joel. I got a question for you. After your wife divorces you, <laughs> when she finally leaves you, if you start dating again, would you ever date a girl taller than you? No. Really?
1: You never date a girl that's taller. You You never see a girl that can kick your ass.
0: Mm-mm. You know what? I would totally date a girl taller than me, and I'll tell you why. Because I want people to know that I'm secure enough in my masculinity that I can date a girl that's taller than me.
1: So, here's a, here's a secret. You know why I don't date yeah, girls I... taller than me? Why don't What? You know why I don't date girls that are taller than me? Other than being married.
0: Why? Why is that? <laughs> right. Other than being married. Listen, your wife doesn't listen to the podcast. She doesn't give a shit.
1: I know. Because basically, I have a theory, and so far, my theory's been correct. Any girl over five foot ten is nuts.
0: See, now I've also noticed that any girl under five foot ten has a really solid chance of being completely and totally nuts. <laughs> There's a different bag. Of, there's, a diff, there's a different bag of crazy. A four foot and six foot three are just off their rocker.
1: There's a certain type of crazy of for a woman over five foot ten.
0: It's a, it's kind of crazy. I don't want to deal with. I I'm more inclined to think the opposite. I feel like, and listen, I've had my fair share of crazy bitches. Um, not a fair share, but like
1: I, think, no, I don't no. know how many fair, fair share, share. Is.
0: But let's, let's say it's three. I've had
1: more than that. I'm just saying. I've had saying, more than three crazy kids. If they're, if they're under five foot five, you can stand to put your arm out and keep them from hitting you.
0: When they're <laughs> over five foot ten, yeah, they've got more them reach not than crazy. you. crazy.
1: No, but they have more reach. All, let, me,
0: let me ask you this. You're a dog lover. Yes. Which, if you walk up and you see, let's say, um, I don't know, what's the dog? Okay, let's say a pit bull, right? You see a pit bull go into one of your friends' house, they go, hey, I have a pit bull. This is, this is my po- pit bull. His, 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 name is, uh, his, his name is is Sheldon. You know, Here's, here's little Sheldon. You're going to go up and you're going to be like, who's your good boy? And you're going to pet Sheldon, right? Fuck yeah. Because yeah, fuck, you love Sheldon. He's a great little dog. Mm-hmm. Now okay. Now you go into somebody's house and they've got a chihuahua. Tiny little yappy shit-faced chihuahua. And, and they're like, hey, this is my dog. Um, we're going to have to lock him in the bathroom because he's a fucking chihuahua and he's a dick.
1: Now you picked the you picked. Now I've got issues with chihuahuas. You know why? Because <laughs> they're fucking chihuahuas. Because fifty percent of chihuahuas are racist dogs. What <laughs> <laughs> chihuahuas are racist? Yes, against fifty percent of chihuahuas are racist. Black people.
0: Are <laughs> like only black people? Yes. Like, they, how do they feel about gypsies?
1: I don't know. I've never interacted with a chihuahua and a gypsy at the same time. <laughs> well, like chihuahuas are like
0: Mexican dogs, so like they they're fine with with the uh, with, with like can you say Mexican? I'm not sure where we stand yes, on that one. Yes, you can say now. Mexican. I don't know where we left off. Okay, cool. We can say Mexican. So they're fine with Mexicans. I'm assuming. Although you know, maybe not. Cause and
1: they're, and they're fine with white people. They're just not okay with half the percent. They're not good with black people. <laughs> I have friends. I have a friend who has had chihuahuas, and half of his dogs are racist. This one dog was named Levi. Levi was like an or. He he was like the. You know that or. that cookies and cream color? Okay. This dog. Is Levi a chihuahua? Yeah, Levi's a chihuahua.
0: We're still on the chihuahua. Okay. And
1: the dog would always yap and bark and like snap at me and try to bite me and whatever, but left everyone else to fuck alone. This dog is now senile, now, blind and half deaf. The dog now he likes you? No no. The dog tries to trip me now when he realizes I'm around. But and, and then he's he tries to blind. He and,
0: can't be racist
1: and blind. Yes he can. Because he can smell me. You can't smell black. No but What, do you people, smell like cocoa butter? No, people have a smell. Just like you don't do you not realize it's a he lot remembers of, he remembers your
0: black from your smell? <laughs> he's like that's not my normal crackers
1: (laughs) every you're not realize a dog will sniff your crotch or sniff your leg
0: yes I have those I actually pay extra for that
1: because they're trying to identify you by smell they identify people by smell and by sight and by hearing Okay. Did they ever tell you about my my parents' dogs and how like when I had, remember a couple months ago my transmission my car was going and I had to get a get a replacement car like I had a loaner? Yeah, yeah. When I pulled that car into the driveway, they barked at me because they didn't recognize the car sound.
0: Okay. Well, that's okay. And I get like they—they're unfamiliar with. Listen, I, I'm totally on board with this. I absolutely—I don't even know if it's true or if I—if I honestly believe it's true. But I want Chihuahuas to be racist.
1: I'm dying. Not because you.
0: I want Chihuahuas to be racist, because but because I want that to be a thing that we can talk about. <laughs> I want to encourage this conversation completely. I support you blindly. You have my. I see un, what you did there. Uh, <laughs> what did I do? I talked about the oh, blind Chihuahua.
1: But my point is, the dog, once it realized who I was, it kept trying to bite my leg, but had no teeth, and it kept trying to trip me. It tried to gum you <had the> gummy- <laughs> Yeah.
0: It's like a little old lady in a makeout session.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> okay, so, like, I, I can't remember if I told this story before, because it's one of those ones that I... I- just kind of it's one of my go-to stories but um so when i was back in the day when i used to be on delivery i went to it went to, into this house we we're doing a bedroom set now this is a ranch style home you walk into the living room then there's a hallway that you go down and this hallway has like a door on the right a door on the left and then straight in front is a bedroom right okay so now the door on the left is the bathroom the door on the right is closed so i come in and i right off the bat, like as my partner was getting all the stuff ready on the truck to be, to be brought in. And it was like a whole bed with a dresser and a nightstand. Um, that's all it was. It was just all the stuff going into the bedroom. So I'm walking, I come in I like, hello, how are you? What, are we, this is what we have? She's like, okay, let me show you where this is going. I go into the bedroom. As I'm walking down the hallway, the door on the right is closed. And behind this door, as I walk past it, I hear the loudest wolf. Ever like it is not a wolf. Okay, that's a wolf makes it sound like he went wolf. He did not go wolf. He was right. This was Cujo. This was the devil dog. This is one of those spawns of Satan dogs. One of the uh, what do they call it? like the little three-headed Beelzebub dog thingies? Um, this is Cerberus is behind this fucking door. I can feel it. I can hear it. He's ready to just fucking kill me. He's he's rum, 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 rum. Meanest goddamn dog you've ever you've ever heard in your life terrifies the shit out of me right so I'm walking past and she says oh there's a dog in there now I've been in houses before I've dealt with dogs I've heard dogs bark before I've never had a dog bark so frighteningly that it made me pee my pants a little bit this dog jumped up against the door and I was I jumped out of my skin like I was across the hallway I'm freaked the fuck out so. I go in, I check out the, the, the bedroom, how we're laying out stuff and putting this here and I stand here, dresser there, whatever. So then I'm like, now I got to go back and tell my partner, Brian, what this situation is. So as I'm walking back through the hallway, I know the dog's going to bark again. So like, I really kind of like just, I'm walking up like real slow and then the dog just, whoa, 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 and I just like run past the door real quick, get the hell out of there. Cause I'm terrified he's going to bounce through this door. So I go back out and I go to my partner. I go, Hey, listen, man, there's a dog in there and he's got a vicious bark. Like this thing is a scary fucking dog, but he's behind the door. So we don't have to worry about him. So he's like, okay. So we take the dresser off and he's, I carry one side. He's carrying the other side. I'm walking backwards with this thing. He's walking forwards. We're going to the house and we start to get on the hallway. And as we get by the door, the dog barks again. And both of us, me knowing what the dog sounds like, I jump a little bit. He not knowing what the dog sounds like, but I warned him. He's still like, he, we about like fall into the wall behind us. So we take the thing in, we set it down. We have a good laugh about it. We're like, ha, ah, that dog scared me a little bit. But I wasn't really scared because we're trying to be tough now at this point. But the dog scared the shit out of us. So we go in, we go back out, grab our stuff, we finish up, do the whole, whole order, whatever. We're all done. Now I got to get a signature saying that we brought all the stuff in. So I go to the lady, I'm like, I'm like, I need a signature. Now she's already walking down the hallway to go look at the bedroom stuff. That's fine. Go take a look. This is all your new furniture. You want to check it out. That's fine by me. So I'm like, I need a signature. I'm standing in the hallway because I don't want to go back down. I'm standing in the living room, I mean, because I don't want to go back down the hallway and, and intimidate this dog again. So as she's coming back out. She stops. She opens the door to get the dog, and I'm like, fuck, no. I'm, like, heading over towards the front door. I got one hand on the doorknob. I'm ready to run out of here because fuck this dog. I am not dealing with this. I'm not getting eaten alive because I need a fucking signature. Hell with that. So, like, I start to open the door, and I'm, like, stepping out. She comes walking around. She's carrying this big old floppy-eared beagle. It's the tiniest little dog. This dog was so this is this is the dog that was behind the door, scaring the shit out of me with this monstrous bark. And he's this little, probably maybe thirty-pound beagle with the biggest, cutest ears you've ever seen. And once he sees me, he's cool. <laughs> he sees me? He's totally fine. Uh, dude, I don't give a shit. That dog scared the hell out of me. I I honest to god, like I thought she was going to bring out like some sort of like wolf hybrid monster dog. Like I thought she was going to have this dog that she wasn't going to be able to keep. Like it was going to have like one of those big spiked ringed metal chains around its neck or something where she's going to have to like pull it back and tie. It's, uh, it's going to be one of those things that like has barbed wire to cut into the dog's neck to stop it from running away. Like that's what I anticipated coming out of here. I could see like some little smudged face dog but like but the size of an elephant. Like that's what I anticipated coming out. And when she came out holding this dog like a fucking baby, she was holding it like a dude holds a purse in the mall. Like she just comes out and she's like, But this little puppy dog and I was like, you gotta be shitting me like this dog had the biggest yelp ever. So that's my dog story.
1: That's a shame. It's a crying shame. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See I don't know what it is. I think growing up with German You'd Shepherds... You'd be a much better storyteller. I think growing up with German You're Shepherds you doing what
0: stuff, now? All right, you talk on the count of three. One, two, three.
1: I said growing up with German Shepherds and labs and stuff, I'm used to dogs being 100, 120 pounds. And, like, I deliver it's computers and stuff and install TVs and whatnot. They go, are you scooter dogs? And then there's a little little dog that's, like, 10 pounds. I'm like, you realize I can punt that with my foot, right? <laughs> But then again, my the baby fr- my friend has a pit bull, well has three pit bulls. And they weighed them the other day. One one one's name is Diesel, he weighs sixty two pounds. One's named Raven, she weighs fifty eight pounds, and there's one named Cheyenne who weighs fifty three pounds. I pick up the, the one that's weighs sixty pounds like a baby and just hold him. He just he's just happy as can be. Like, that's what he wants to so hell like a baby. <laughs> right. am like I'll on. tell you what, man. Aren't you a cute little puppy, have- You're only sixty two pounds?
0: Having been in as many homes as I have been, and uh, when I would deli- when I deliver furniture, you're in—I say this all time—twenty homes a day, and you're five homes a week at least. You work 10, 12 twelve-hour days. Like you're in a lot of places. Like you go into so many homes, and I cannot—I can tell you one time that I saw, and it wasn't even like a big dog. It was just like you know, like like larger than a medium-sized dog. So it wasn't, like, the biggest dog, but he was a decent-sized dog. One time I had a dog take a nip at me, and it was one of the things I was warned about it ahead of time, but, like, other than that, I've never had a big dog come at me. And I'm telling you, like, I've been in houses, I'm I i I'm never, ever, ever afraid of, like, all the dogs they go, those are the ones you got to watch, like pit bulls and stuff like that. Like, they're never mean. They're always the nicest, most chilled-out
1: dog you've it's ever It's the met. chihuahuas? And all those and... yappy dogs. hmm They've got all the small dogs of Napoleon complexes. You show me a great Dan that has mauled somebody. Great Danes are like, fuck you, I'm big, what are you going to do to me? I know, right? They have nothing to prove. I think that's what it is. Chihuahuas like, are like, you they
0: know they're a big dog.
1: Chihuahuas like, you want to fight? You want to fight? You want to go? You want to go? It's like, calm the <laughs> fuck down, scrappy dude. <laughs> that's what they are, too. They're like, come on, me, bro. Because, like, all you gotta do is pick, pick them up in the nip of the nape of their neck and be like, now you're paralyzed, now what's up? <laughs> That's my fear, though. Like, I, little dogs are, you know what I mean?
0: Here's the thing, they're obnoxious. Like, like a fly. Like a fly that buzzes around you. Like, you can swing at it or whatever, but, like, you can't really, you can't usually catch them. Where, like, a big oh, dog, I'll, oh, a big I'll catch dog them. comes at you, grab by the scruff of its neck, and you can hold it off. But a little yappy dog, they're hard to get. Because, like, I've had them come at me, and I gotta, like, pet them or pick them up, and, like, they're quick. Because the little ones are like they move fast; they're hard to grab a hold of. It's like that scene in um, in Karate Kid where he tries to catch the fly with the chopsticks. Like that's trying to catch, like trying to catch a dog, or like oh, or like some I'll catch I'll catch that little like fucker. The, Don't like, think I won't they oil up a pig.
1: Because the first thing you, you do, do the f- uh, first thing you're gonna do, grab the dog, grab the snout. Once you grab the snout, pant- and you grab the t- grab the legs, they are useless.
0: And once they know they catch can't
1: once they know they can't open their snout, they're just like, okay, I give up.
0: Little dogs are wiry.
1: I know they're wiry. That's why I got to be quick too. You got to anticipate where they're going to jump. As long as you keep them on defense, they can't attack you. Yeah, I'm not that quick. When they're on the, I'm, well, okay. I'm okay. They know that. when they're on the offense, they've got advantage. But then know if you're after them, like, oh, I got to keep away with this person. And they'll start bouncing around and backing up. But if you go on the offensive, they have to go on defense. They just can't be like, okay, I can't take this guy. <laughs>
0: I've had one or two times where I was in a place and like a dog will come up and it'll start like like trying to nip at me and like I know it's a horrible thing. And I'm not saying I've never I would never kick a dog.
1: Okay. Oh, not oh. I would
0: never kick a dog. No, I would totally kick if a If that dog, dog, dog I comes I after me kick a dog.
1: If that dog's not friendly, I'm not friendly. That's my rules.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no, I g but I've had a couple times where like dogs were just obnoxious and I'm trying to and people won't get their dog away from me. So, what I'll do is I'll just like, I've I, a couple of times, like, not kicked, but like, put my foot against the dog and like, sort of like, shoved it across the room. Well, you know, the tried not, and true. Not in a way that I would ever hurt the dog, okay? You I know don't the- really be thinking I'm a monster. Because if, if I said I punched somebody in the face, they'd be like, yeah, that's okay. If I was like, I slapped the a kid, they'd be like, okay, you know what? Sometimes a kid needs slap. But if you go, you kick the dog, people will fucking string you up.
1: Here is how you the ultimate defense against a dog. I don't care what size dog it is. It sounds dumb, it's awkward, but a five-gallon bucket. <laughs> if you aim a five-gallon bucket at a dog's face, they're automatically like, nope. Really? Yeah. What's the thing with, like, is it
0: cats or is it dogs? It's cats, I think, where you put, they, they freak out if you put a pickle on the floor. Yeah. You ever
1: see that? Yeah, because it's like some kind of snake um, reaction. But if you have an opening as big bigger than their head, and you like aim at their face, they freak out. <laughs> have you tested this before, Joel? Oh yeah. I had a friend had a. You dog. used to.
0: I remember you used to have all of these. Like okay, so like back in college, you basically had like you wore the same uniform every day. Like you were a cartoon character. Like you always, every single day, you had on either khaki pants or khaki shorts in the summer and i remember it was what 73 and a half degrees 72.5 like a lunatic 73.5 which is 73 and a half 73.5 degrees 72 not you
1: know,
0: 73 72 like, oh 72 i'm sorry 72.5 at 72.5 degrees you would switch over to to shorts instead of pants you were so neurotic you kind of you kind of got like this um big bang this sheldon big bang theory thing going on a little bit sometimes like with your stuff you do but you were like at exactly that precise temperature you were like i have to change my shorts and you so you would change your shorts out but you, the other thing is you always had a maroon t-shirt yep you see you always wore khaki cargo khaki cargo pants and a maroon t-shirt, like, every day. That was your thing. And I think, like, once, like, the cold weather hit, you had this sweater that had a dog on the front of it. It was, like, a, what was it? Um, great, not a great, it was like a dope, not Doberman. I can't, I can't think of it. I'm
1: bad with dogs. I don't remember the names of it, but I remember. Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you remember? I didn't have a sweatshirt. I had a fleece, but I didn't have a sweatshirt. Maybe it was a fleece. Was it a fleece with a dog picture on the front of it? I had a fleece my mom made me, but I didn't have a dog on it. I had shirts with dogs on them. No, you
0: had you had a couple shirts. I think they had dogs on them. Maybe it was a t-shirt or something. It was
1: probably a t-shirt, but it wasn't. But winter was more of a fleece sweater kind of weather. Oh no! And also, then, I, I, actually, in the winter, I had that button-down shirt. Everybody hated.
0: I don't remember a button-down. I remember you having like a like a pullover, a zip-up, or something.
1: Yeah, I had those too, but those did not have dogs on them.
0: There was definitely something with a dog on yeah, I I had, it. Yeah, I, had a, I had a black t-shirt I had
1: with a with a white lab on it. But that was on a winner's show
0: I think that's what I'm thinking of. But that, that, was, not winner. Winner. that was not a winner. That was not a winner. 20 years ago. It was what?
1: I might still have that shirt, actually. <laughs> it does not fit you anymore, Oh, you me. want to bet? <laughs> now that I've lost 35 pounds in the past few, fast four months? Actually,
0: do you know what? Yeah, I better shut up because. Oh, uh,
1: you, wow, you're down. You're a lot. A lot of my clothes are fitting again. It's great. That's, that's a lot. I'm really, dude, I, I'm really proud of you. Like, when I saw you.
0: It was like a different person. Like, you lost a lot of weight. You're down a lot. And we, like, prior, around this time last year, I used to give you – I was always like we, – we were having these conversations on the show about how um, we're going to start eating healthier and you've got to do this. You know, we kept going back and forth. Like, every week we had, like, some health check-in where we went on and on and on about what we were eating and what we're not eating and, and what's a good health thing. And you used to just, like, kind of zone out. So it was really just me talking about health foods. And now this year, <laughs> I've <this year, laughs> put, put on so much weight, maybe not like a lot, but I've definitely, I'm up more than a few pounds than I was last year. And you're down a lot. Yep. Did you're bike riding every day?
1: Well, not anymore. Any I actually have. to th- miss a day? I had to throw the towel in on Friday.
0: Oh, uh, you had a good stream though. You were like 106
1: uh, days. 106? Mm hmm. In that of at least one mile,
0: no less.
1: In that hundred six days, I rode one thousand thirty miles.
0: That's insane, Joel.
1: But here's what happened: I went. I went trail riding on on Saturday, and I looked at the weather for first thing in the morning. the The low was forty five and forty seven. Now let's fast. Let's rewind two weeks prior. When it was sixty five degrees outside, and I went out biking and said, "Nope, not not nothing under sixty. <laughs> All
0: right, now the cold weather's coming around, so you gotta gotta pack on your winter weight. No, no, like an Eskimo.
1: No, no, no. I now that falls in, in session, I now have to curate my fall regiment. So now that I can't just go biking any time of the day, all day every day, I have my smart trainer, which hooks up to like to my TV and to this thing called Zwift. So I've been riding in Paris, I've been riding in London, I've been riding on this on this virtual trail for, around a volcano.
0: Do you have, like, an exercise bike that hooks up to your TV? No,
1: no, no. I've got a smart trainer that hooks up to the bike. The bike hooks up to the smart trainer hooks up to the TV.
0: Oh, so this is, like, you put your actual real bike on. I've seen these before. I wanted to get one. We're going to talk about that some other time. You're going to have to tell me where you got yours, because that's something I've wanted for a while. Actually, you know, I don't have a bike anymore, so I don't. But I do have an exercise bike. I got rid of my real bike. Well, funny story.
1: There's actually, you can buy some sensors, because before I got the smart trainer, I bought a dumb trainer. And, um... I didn't know how fast I was going, so I got a speed sensor and a cadence sensor. So the speed sensor goes on the rear on the rear wheel, the cadence sensor goes on the pedal, and it calculates your power and all that stuff. And I was just doing the dumb trainer. Well, I found a smart trainer on Facebook for half price. They're pretty expensive, but I got I got a deal online. I had to drive the West Virginia to get it, but I got a good deal. So now I'm doing this, this, this Zwift thing, and apparently when I stopped my buddy. You know those commercials for Peloton? Yes. Well, apparently there's a way to use these sensors to fake Peloton, to fake the Peloton. So you can buy, like, a normal exercise bike and then get, like, Peloton-quality stuff. Like the training and whatnot. Okay. So, but now that I'm doing that in the morning, I'm biking. It's actually a little bit harder than the trail I've been riding because the trail is relatively flat. And the trails they give me have been full of shit. It's like, oh, here's a fl- here's a flat route to go through. Five hundred feet later, I've climbed five hundred feet in about seven miles. I'm like, that's not flat. <laughs> like, I went to this one this run we ride the other day. It's like, oh, take a take a nice ride through the flat countryside. I'm like, okay. The grades are between five to seven percent grade. Now, five to seven percent doesn't sound a lot, like a lot until you're going uphill.
0: Yeah, until so you're doing it for like a. a- a run of time yeah so i i, I have um, i was watching youtube videos like you can find youtube videos of like people just riding their bike like it's just like a cam that they put on like i guess their helmet yeah. or something they Actually, so you can ride your exercise bike and kind of get like it's it's not the same like if they go up or down hills you're still riding the same or at least on my bike yeah it's well that's same.
1: exactly what i did when i got the dumb trainer i gave it a try i'm like okay so i found a four-hour loop in california and I'm just riding my bike and watching a video. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. But not. But, yeah. yeah it,
0: was, it was all right, but it wasn't quite for me. What I found works better for me was turning on, like, uh, Law and Order and just jumping on my bike and watching a TV show and going. Or, like, turning on a movie. Like, I stay more focused. I don't always get the best workout, but I get a See, I stay steady. The nice thing about the smart like, trainer is
1: you actually have it. There's other people in the in the in the thing, so I actually there are a couple guys. I'm like, I'm not letting this guy pass me. So I'm riding, I'm riding, I'm riding. I'm doing pretty good. They went to hill and the guy shot past me. I'm like you motherfucker, you're a fucking a <laughs> ringer.
0: See, I don't want that. I don't want to be. I don't want to turn this into a community thing. Like for me, I just want to forget where I am and just. Go to town riding the bike. I want to watch like some you know Keanu Reeves movie or whatever the hell I'm going to do with my day no. and just ride my you, bike. You need to have you need, to have, to, you need to have
1: some data. You know what your personal records are. You need to try and beat your personal records.
0: Well, I get I get all that. Like my it has like the little screen that tells me all of that stuff, but it doesn't. My it doesn't adjust. It's not. Um, it's not like a fully electronic one where like it'll go. Because I've been on some nice ones that'll like they'll give you like a scale, like an up and down. Like they they increase the. Um, Uh, incline and stuff like that but this mine's just basically i turn a little knob it goes from one to i think like nine and it gets there i can make it more intense or make it lighter. but for me i get more out of a workout if i just sort of zone out because that's how i am not the same (laughs) hey let's end on a good note joel uh play me some outro music again and then, uh, I told you this, long s- s-
1: this is the longest we ever did. I don't know what you're talking about. Show ended like right, 16, well, 26 minutes Fox ago. hang it up. And click the button
0: that makes us go away. Okay. I right, love you. Bye bye.